so begins episode 282 of the Hoopercast Movie Hour. And, 282? Uh, yeah, uh, 282 and counting, counting our way up to 300. And um, yeah. yeah. Are we going to review 300 when we reach 300? I'm pretty sure we have referenced that we should do that. So it, it, it sounds too obvious a joke for us to have never made it. It's not a joke. We're we're we're, we're very serious about this. I've never seen this. it. You've never seen it? I've never seen 300. Well, then we've got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> we we could have just we could have just like laughed it off like, "Nah, we're never going to do that. It's just a right, gimmick." Right, right. Like we're doing it now. <laughs> All right, okay. All right, we have to. Yes. All right. All right. Um well, we've got a lot other stuff to talk about in the meantime. Uh, first and foremost to talk about is welcome to the show. And uh, lots of places you can watch and listen to us. Obviously, all the podcast platforms, as well as a little bit. First half of the show on YouTube and then everything else uh, really on Patreon and uh, one or two little extra things over there you can check out at patreon.com slash Hoopercast. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. So, oh, and uh, if you are watching uh, the video, you can see my son behind me poking out as he's eating pieces of bread and then slinking <laughs> back behind me where <laughs> he can't be seen. <laughs> All right. Um, so my son is wearing Spider-Man pajamas. Fitting. Which is fitting because we're going to talk about Marvel and, and movie news today. So, yep. um which so this is all set up by no film reviews tonight. So um, yeah, if you it's all news. If this is your first time listening to our show, we typically have movie reviews, but there was a lot of news. It's usually just the first half of the show is film news, and then we move into the reviews after the break. But yep. um, uh, tonight there was just too much, too much to talk about. Um, yeah. So this all came out of Disney Investor Days, is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And it's essentially like, all right, there's no D23, there's no Comic-Con this year. And so all these announcements that typically get spread out throughout the year were shoved into like a, like a one-hour press conference um, right, right. where it's, it's pretty much it's, it's the most business of those three events is mm-hmm. the Disney Investor Days where, you know, you're, you're given like financial – hold on a second, Dustin. Yeah. I think my All kids right. misunderstand. This isn't a party. I know it's the Hoopercast <laughs> movie hour, but and it's a right. party for the listeners, but it's not a party for you. Right. This ain't go no adult bed. party. Yeah, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed, kids. All right. Um, and uh, so in Disney Investor Days is really more of a, like, I, I believe it's more usually like a financial thing. Like, here's just the stuff we got coming up. And as investors, you should be happy about this. But it turned mm-hmm. into pretty much they're all in one. Announcement of like everything they're working on, which is right, exactly a lot. So, a we, ton. We have major. It all. It mostly all has to do with Disney Plus, uh, yep. as the whole event seemed to be sort of existing to bolster the streaming platform. Yep. But of course, it, it revolved around the many Disney-owned properties like Marvel, and Lucasfilm, and yep. uh, what else? They uh, Pixar. Pixar. Um, so. Which of those umbrellas would you like to cover first? Um, I feel like I feel like let's start with like Pixar and that kind of stuff because that's there's probably less to say about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll move into uh, the more nerdy Star Wars Marvel stuff. Yeah, I think we could do uh, Pixar, and then I really want to dig into the Marvel stuff, and then uh, probably 
I don't know. I think Marvel's the biggest section. Yeah, probably. All right. Why don't we do Marvel in the second half of the show? We'll do um, we'll do Pixar and Star Wars first. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Cool. Um, yeah. So there's some articles in the show notes, and mm-hmm. there's other articles out there too that attempt to sort of put all of this into one for us. Um, yeah. So. I, like I said, I put some in the show notes so people want to click on it and read it. But if you're listening to this, I mean, by the time this hits iTunes and Spotify, it'll be Friday the 18th, and Daddy, this will have happened a week Daddy, or two. Pi- Pixar is the main thing we're going we're to talk about first. Um, yeah, let's do it. So there's a few things in the show notes that people can click on and read, but it'll be a, it, this will have taken place about a week and a half-ish ago yeah, yeah. by the time most people hear this. Yeah. If you're not a patron. So um, we really so, are here less to give the information and more to give our reaction yeah, to, exactly. uh, to these events. So beginning with Pixar, Dustin. Sure. Uh, so first and foremost, they announced Inside Pixar, which is a documentary series on Disney+. And it's going to kind of take you inside the studio and give you a, a, a good look at what goes on at Pixar. Um, so, you know, it's going to be a little bit more of like the niche crowd, sort of like the the Mandalorian what was, what was that called? Like the gallery series or whatever it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. I like the gallery um, also. That was really... Yeah. So I, I watched the first one. I didn't go beyond that. I do yeah. want to. I just never did. Um, and so it's going to be a little more niche like that. It's going to it's going to attract people like us. Yeah. Um, then they have they announced Burrow, which is a collection of dizzy of, of Pixar shorts. Um, so you'll be able to actually view those shorts on, uh, Disney plus. Then they announced Pixar popcorn, which is a collection of shorts, um, that feature Pixar characters. So there may be like a Buzz Lightyear one or one for Mater or whatever the case may be. It's just like, here's our popular characters. We created short stories around them and they're coming to this as Pixar popcorn, um, short films. I'm not sure exactly how long these are going to be. I'm not, I don't know if we're talking like 20 minutes or we're talking like 10, but, um, but yeah, it'll be nice to see some of these characters back. Um, after that, they announced Doug Days. Doug Days is a new uh, series, I guess, or maybe it's shorts um, that feature the dog Doug from Up, um, and they actually revealed a clip from it. Um, so this is set post film when Carl and Doug both return home to um, their suburban life and Doug kind of getting used to that. So what fireworks might do to Doug or a squirrel might do to Doug. And so it's like, you know, taking what you would experience with your dog and putting Doug, this talking dog, um, in the middle of it. And um, and and Ed Asner's back as Carl Fredrickson, which is awesome. The guy's like 91 now. Um, so it's fantastic. Um, and, and you know what, like shorts, I've I've always said this Pixar making shorts based on their films is a okay with me. I don't always like that they do sequels, but, and I said this about toy story, like they should have ended with toy story three and just let it live on as short films. Um, I would have, I would have loved that indefinite short films. That's what they were doing. And we were like, yes, you can do this for another 15, 20 years if you want to. Yeah. Fantastic. I would never stop watching. And they said, Oh, you, you want a movie? 
No, oh, you want more more Toy Story? We'll give you more Toy Story. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, and then and then they announced Cars, um, which is probably a tentative title. Um, but Cars is a series that follows Lightning McQueen and Mater as they travel the country and meet uh, new cars and new locations and uh, and whatnot. So it's a way to like uh, I guess sort of showcase the rest of this world that they've mm-hmm. created. Um, I will point out that. The the last time we saw the world and we we went to London, not good at all. Uh, I checked out of that Dude, one. Dude, I've been watching planes with my kids. Mm. So many questions. The whole thing is questions. They reference the film Rocky. Do they really? In this so, world, is Rocky a person or is he a plane or an is Italian he a car? sports car? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they're like they're like yeah, just like Rocky or whatever. I'm like, but. Did you? But you weird. Yeah, and then like something else. I can't remember. There's something else they're listening to, like some sort of music. And I'm like, but it can't exist the same way. Yeah, it was kind of like the similar problem I had with Shazam. Like they take place in Philadelphia, and he's like, yeah, I see how like Rocky ran up these steps, and I was like, but in DC, like you're not in the same world as it's like that. That's like a Marvel is supposed to be the one where it's like we're gonna reference stuff that's like going on. DC is where like movies are, are are similar but different and and like sure. those actors don't exist you know the famous actors sure. are all named different things sure sure you know and i was just like yeah. wait a second yeah that's weird can't just do um, that yeah very strange um anyway. so we'll, we'll see what happens i mean who knows i mean it, it i don't know maybe good. i mean like, sure it, it's definitely i mean the kids will enjoy it but i think that it is a way to extend those characters it's not the worst thing and it's kind of I don't know. There's something about the spirit of cars uh, uh, that that seems to attract that sort of uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to call it gimmick, but like the, this sure. storytelling device where it's like, hey, we're we're cars. We're going to go on the road and like meet people. It's like, oh, that's fine because that's okay, a way for sure. them to explore pockets of the country yeah. um, in a nuanced way without having to be like, here's the plot of the film with our character arcs. Sure. Um, but can you imagine how terrible the episode is going to be where they just come across like a Southern town? That's all just maters. All maters. <laughs> oh gosh. It's going to be unbearable. Yeah. Um, then, then the, the last announcement for Pixar was win or lose, which is a, it's their first series. Um, so this is a fully animated television series, Mm -hmm. um, which as I understand it, um, follows two characters who experience the same week, I think of, of their life. And like every episode is seen from a different character's point of view, but it's the same week. Um, so think like Rashomon, but not. And so, you know, that old storytelling device where it's like, we're watching the same thing, but it's from a different character's point of view. So it's slightly different. Um, and so it's sort of that way. So we're, we still have like two protagonists, but we might have like a third episode where uh, one of the side characters is telling the story. And so our two protagonists are still there, but it's not them telling the story. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Look, I love Pixar. Always have um, them getting into the long form storytelling of of a, of a series could be good, could be a disaster. I'm not sure, so we'll see. And then, of course, they talked a lot about Soul, which comes out on Disney Plus on Christmas Day, um, and that's their new feature. So, um, so yeah, lot, lots of stuff from Pixar, but uh, nothing super game changing. I don't think um, they announced Toy Story five, um, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, was that all from Pixar? I felt like there was more, but maybe it just feels like it. Yeah. Well, that was it from Pixar, but there's there's a lot from just Disney Animation Studios oh, as well. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. And we can we can just go ahead and go into that if you want to. Let's see. Yeah. So we've hold on a second. Yeah. Inside Pixar. What was it from Disney? Oh, I see it now. Okay. Let me let me rattle these off. Sure. Uh, so we've got these 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 series for the most part uh, from yes. Disney Animation. We've got Baymax to continue yep. the adventures of uh, Baymax from Big Hero Six. We yep. have a Zootopia sequel series called Zootopia Plus. We have yep. Iwaju. Inspired title. Yeah. I said that's an inspired title, by the way. Oh, I know. I know. My <laughs> God. Um, right. We have, it, it, I think it's called Iwaju. I don't know. That's, I'm, yes. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which I don't know anything about. Um, we have Tiana, which is supposed to be mm-hmm. for Princess and the Frog. And then we have yep. Moana, the series. Yep. Um, so, okay, so let's start first with the most interesting of those, which is the one I've never heard of, Iwaju. What is that? Um, so I'm, I'm reading this now. I'll, I'll just read this little this little uh, log line. Um, mm-hmm. Iwaju is an all-new original series coming to Disney Plus in 2022. The series is a first-of-its-kind collaboration between Walt Disney Animation Studios and Pan-African comic book entertainment company uh, Ku. Kugali mm-hmm. and its founders, um, Iwaju, which roughly, roughly translates to the future, is steeped in science fiction. The long-form series is set in Lagos, um, exploring deep themes of class, innocence, and challenging the status quo. Um, so, not a lot of information there to go right. on, but uh, but a new you know. series. Yeah, sure. That's interesting. Now, yeah, again, on board again with all these other things like with Baymax and Zootopia sure. Plus and Tiana and so yeah. and Moana the series. So. You know, what you get with a lot of these shows, and again, we're a couple of adults trying to break these down in these series yep. that are principally made to get children to beg their parents to subscribe to this service. Yep. Yep. So, of course, as a parent, I'm like, oh, that's great because my kids recognize all these properties and they're going to want to watch these shows. And thank God we don't have to watch The Good Dinosaur like for the 90th time. Right. Um, sure. So, you know, you've got this Baymax series and you already had this Big Hero 6 series they were doing. So I guess, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in the same animation style or we're going to go I'm not sure. strictly to Baymax. I'm not sure what that's all about. Uh, Zootopia Plus, um, you know, there's a whole city and its dynamics. I mean, a lot of these are like you set up like in Zootopia's case, you've set up like this world. You've done the work of building the world. Yeah. And, you know, if you really don't have much to say for a for a sequel film, I'd rather you make a series and put it on your streaming service. Sure. Than to try to get me to care about another film. Maybe. Yeah, uh, I, I would agree somewhat. I mean, on the flip side, there's something like Moana, mm-hmm. the series, which I feel like I would much rather just see Moana two in the theaters yeah, yeah, yeah. than than see a series. Now, I will say, like you know, when we were kids, they had the Little Mermaid animated series, that the Aladdin animated series. Like, there's no Disney's no stranger to this, like taking a, a, a successful film property and turning it into an animated series. Um, but uh, those haven't really necessarily stood the test of time. Like nobody really still remembers those shows or at mm-hmm. least no one really talks about them much. Um, so that's my fear is like, this is going to go that same route where it's like, oh, Moana the series. Yeah, 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 that was good, whatever. But like if you did Moana 2, like that would be a big thing, just like Frozen 2, right? Um, it would have been, it, I just think it would have been better um, to have been a film so who knows i don't know um tiana 
makes me wonder are they going to do that in classic animation or are they changing styles was there any photographs or anything or no photographs no there wasn't was there any concept art (laughs) (laughs) no uh, there wasn't Um, they did mention that it is a musical um, so that's cool Um, Mm -hmm. I guess every episode will have a have some music to it. That's great. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I hope it's still traditional animation because that's one of the reasons I love princess and the frog um, is because it's like the last remnant of what Disney once was. And uh, so I hope they continue that. We'll see. Um, all right. There are a couple other TV shows from Disney coming out um, on the bottom of that list that I sent you um, that I'll just mention very quickly um, because it goes to one of my major themes, which I'll talk about like towards the end of this, which is like reboots and remakes. Um, And so what they also announced as far as live action television goes is the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. It's a sequel to the original Emilio Estevez returning um, and Lauren Graham um, is going to be a part of this. Um, And so anyway, there rebooting or whatever you want to say sequelizing uh, the Mighty Ducks and then they're also bringing um, a sequel of Turner and Hooch which stars Josh Peck as uh, as Tom Hanks's son uh, from the original film um, okay he's he's a YouTube guy now so we'll see what happens um, but uh, but yeah I, I thought that was worth mentioning because one of the things I, I do want to talk about later is the the extensive amount of sequels and reboots and remakes that we're about to discuss um, and uh, and then and then I'll also say while we're talking about Disney animation there are a couple of other things there they're features though mm-hmm. um, to discuss um, first of all I mean there, there's a few things where I'm only going to pick out a few of these that I actually have opinions on yeah um, one of these is um, uh, night at the museum so this is like a an animated version of the live action films. Um, so anyway, they're doing that. Who knows? Well, I guess that's coming to Disney plus. Um, I guess somebody at some point liked those movies and said there should be more. Um, they are, um, doing, I think this is a series. Uh, no, I'm sorry. This is a film. Um, is it a film? I, I don't even know what this is. Uh, the ice age, age adventures of buck wild. I, I stuttered through that. Let me try that again. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild um, is, is I, I don't know what this is. It's a spinoff of Ice Age. I don't know if it's a series or a movie, um, but anyway, that exists. Yeah. Um, and then and then Chippendale Rescue Rangers is um, another uh, series. Uh, sorry, this is a film coming to Disney Plus, and it's a hybrid live action animated film um that literally no one asked for and so um this stars john mulaney and andy samberg um i I bring this up because i know john has opinions on this um and i have some brief opinions on this which is just that uh, as as somebody who grew up with the disney uh afternoon block and and loving um chip and dale and ducktales and all of that um i'm never automatically against a reboot of these things like the new DuckTales is great but uh, but the fact that this is a hybrid live action thing is worrisome and the fact that John Mulaney and Andy Samberg are, are doing these voices not on board with that so uh, so I, I don't know I mean I, it's gonna have it's gonna have to blow me away in its trailer for me to 
Well, this is on Disney Plus, so I guess I'll see it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, who knows? Uh, you but anyway, know, you know yourself, Dustin. <laughs> I know. I know myself, and that is I'll have paid for it already, so I might as well watch it at some point. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm thoroughly uninterested in all of those things. Um, I don't yeah. need to see Ninth Museum or Ice Age, Buckwild, or yeah. Chippendale. Uh, oh, but do you need Sister Act 3? Because they are making a sequel to the popular Whoopi Goldberg film from 1907. I, I actually would watch this track three because I, <laughs> I find those films delightful. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Fair but enough. Like, I, I actually see why they're not, I'm not demand by where, but why sure. there's like a, okay. Like acceptance sure. that they're being made, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what about the, can I interest you in a sequel to Enchanted starring Amy Adams? Oh man, it just depends. It's so weird because, like, three days before this happened, I was we were my kids were watching Enchanted on Disney Plus, and I remember thinking, like, mm. boy, there's no way Amy Adams would ever do a role like this again, you know? Because like since that Money. movie, she came into like you know this this whole yeah. other like sort of messaging with her acting and where yep. she wanted to go with it, and then she had kids, and then like it, so it changed into like this whole thing. I remember thinking like, man, at this point in her career, she was just hungry and she was just, she was breaking in and, you know, she was yeah. showcasing all her talents and it wasn't as sure. much about like worrying that you were working for a big company or anything. And, yeah. and I was like, yeah, but so she'd never returned to a role like this again, or even like the Muppets, which we also watched subsequently. I was yeah. like, man, it's like a whole different person than Amy Adams. It is. It is. And then it's like disenchanted with Amy Adams. I was like, good Lord, what kind of, how big of a check did they cut her? You know, I know, right? They must have, it's some back end points or on that one. What's the movie about? Are we going to deconstruct the whole thing? Maybe that's what it Who is. Knows? It is called Disenchanted. So maybe ah, the, whole thing, the whole thing's about like, hey, never mind. <laughs> we, I, I hate Disney now. Yeah. Um, well, what can I offer you uh, any of these three items? Okay. A sequel to Hocus Pocus. No, I did not like Hocus Pocus. Well, what about a reboot of Three Men and a Baby starring Zac Efron? <laughs> How about a reboot of Cheaper by the Dozen? This one's starring Gabrielle Union. Okay, of those three, I would check out Cheaper by the Dozen first. <laughs> oh, I'd check out Hocus Pocus too Man, first. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, oh, I just... There's parts of Hocus Pocus that's like, all right, cool. Like, there's a couple of, there's like some funny parts, you know. Sure. Uh, but I mostly just feel like it's a weird film with funny moments. And it's just, it's a cult classic. Like, it's just, sure. There's just things that people like where I'm just like, I, like, uh, I get like, if this is one of like the first 12 movies you saw as a child, you have like a sure. soft spot. Yeah, but yeah. as a 31 year old man watching this movie, I'm like, what, what do people see in this? garbage pile <laughs> this movie's not any good right right, right the funniest I, thing in it is sisters it's sisters? like well, it's funny you know like but like I, and a few other of the gags but the rest of it's like oh my god i'm looking at my watch like can i go to bed i think i feel like like hocus pocus is um is definitely a product of its time, and it's like a simpler story that, that it, like you wouldn't have that these days. Like I'm sure Hocus Pocus two will have some more complicated complicated storyline to it, but um, like yeah. it's more like a fairy tale like Disney used to do, where it's like, and a book says a thing, and here's the thing, and 
you know, I don't know. I, it's a, I like it for what it is. It's you know, it's, it's like, where like the, the concept was real simple and it was just meant to be like a real simple Disney thing. Sure. And they hit lightning in the bottle by casting those three women yeah. who, who brought so much more to those roles than what was on than, the page. Than there was. Yeah. And, and by the time they cut the movie and it was a hit, they're like, wow. Uh, yeah. I'm like, we're, I'm a bit surprised, boys. To be honest, we got this right. thing, you know, like but, <laughs> right, right, right. But like, you would think, and it's it's almost like with with um with Pirates of the Caribbean, mm. like Jack Sparrow is interesting, but he's so sure. much more interesting when that performance because, comes all the way through. Yeah. And by the time you cut it, but the, of course, the difference is Hocus Pocus is Hocus Pocus. Pirates of the Caribbean, sure. the first one, is a perfect film. Sure. I, I, I liken Hocus Pocus to like any number of Christmas movies. It's like something you put on at Halloween mm-hmm. and, and same with the Christmas movie. Right. They're not, a lot of them aren't great. Like yeah. they're not, they're not like this linchpin of cinema, but it is going to uh, like put you in a festive mood for whatever season it is. And, and so I think that's the way I look at Hocus Pocus is it's like, it's a good Halloween movie. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to watch it on like May 2nd, but like I may watch it. It's my mom's birthday, actually. Happy birthday. Uh, but, uh, but I'm not going to watch it on May 2nd, but I'm going, but you know, in October, sure. I'll watch it. Yeah. Um, well, well, can I interest you in some in some uh, Disney animated classics being remade as lifeless live action films? In just a minute, I have to go transfer my laundry and tell my kids to go to bed. Okay, hold on, just a minute. We'll be back. All right, I'm looking looking at this list at the things you sent me, but the uh, Disney stuff that's getting remade, the animated, yes, animate. Wait a minute, where is that? Oh, I see. Okay, yep. present this to me. Okay, uh, so we have for your viewing convenience on Disney Plus. Um, are they both on Disney Plus? Yes, they're both on Disney Plus. Um, soulless reimaginings of your favorite animated films. Pinocchio, uh-huh. this time starring Tom Hanks as Geppetto and I don't know, like a CGI cat as the cat. And in uh, anyway, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Um, <laughs> okay. Are you interested? No. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> what about Peter Pan and Wendy? This one has Wendy in the title. No. But hold on. Wendy's in the title. What about is it Wendy like W I N dash D? That's the Star Wars version. That's a parent joke. Wendy, <laughs> if your baby is gassy. It's like a little like tube that you like stick up their butts to remove the gas from the, to help them fart. Well, there you go. Now, if it's Peter Pan and Wendy, maybe it's Wendy, that prostitute from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not doing him. He's a kid. <laughs> No, no, no. I'm well. I, yeah, I, mean, I am, but like I've, I've been around a really long time. You know, <laughs> I'm an eternal kid. Neverland, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Neverland, and I'll never land on you unless she walks away <laughs> yeah. and scores some smack. <laughs> what was the name of that that motel? I can't remember. Anyway, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, so can I interest you in Peter Pan and Wendy? Only if it's the premise we just described. <laughs> okay, it does star Jude Law. Does that help you? It, no. 
Okay. He's playing Wendy. I'm just kidding. He's Captain Hook. Um, <laughs> what is it with him? I'm sorry, Jude Law. You're too good looking. I don't know. I guess if Disney offers you a boatload of cash, you just do whatever they say. I guess. Hey, play Dumbledore. Okay. Hey, play Captain Hook. Okay. Sorry, something's wrong with my hand. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure what... Do you see this bruise in the middle of it? Yeah. It hurts. What the hell happened? I don't know. I blame Did it just show up? I don't know what just happened. Did I, sm- did I like laugh and smack my desk or something? I really don't remember I don't know. what happened. We need a playback on that. I don't remember what happened, but it hurts like it just <laughs> happened. I feel like... I feel like this must be what it feels like on like a small scale when like a like like when like the flash like runs into a room and yeah. like so, this really hurts <laughs> and I seriously don't know where it came from. Yeah, right, we're gonna well, have to play that. We're I, have to play I, well, that I was back. with my dryer and like the thing. Come, I'm starting to bruise. Kind of, I might have like a serious illness. I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> well, it was. <laughs> So what are we talking right. about, Peter Pan and Wendy? Uh, all I yeah. know is we were talking about Peter Pan and Wendy, and then like I got hand cancer, so it's something's. <laughs> Ooh, this wow. hurts. All right. Anyway, well, let's stop touching it. Yeah, I, I know, right? It's <laughs> gone. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. I don't care about either of those things. I don't want them. Okay, me neither. Um, so we've covered pretty much everything except the Star Wars and Marvel stuff. All right. So here's what I'm seeing with Star Wars. And so I'm going to point out the things that I recognize by name. And yep. uh, the, uh, yeah, we'll see. Okay. So the last thing on here is a draw. Okay, cool. Okay. So there, there, there's actually another one that's not on the list. What's that one? Uh, Rogue Squadron, the film. It's a film. Yes. Okay. So I've heard of Rogue Squadron being a movie directed by Patty Jenkins. Correct. Uh, okay. So there's that. There's Ahsoka, which is mm-hmm. a spinoff a concurrent series about Ahsoka Tano starring Rosario Dawson. And it's going to cross over with The Mandalorian. Yep. yep. Um, I, I I would see that. I'm not in a hurry. But yeah. uh, that's on the spectrum of things I would watch because I am watching The Mandalorian. Sure. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I like Rosario Dawson. Lightsabers yeah. are cool, and and it's it seemed if it's if it's treated correctly or in, with the right tone, then I'm fine. You know, I, I feel like I would watch that. I mean, I like The Mandalorian enough, yeah. and, I, and and I feel like that's that's like her episode was a standout so yeah. far this season. And so, yeah, I feel like I would, my, my only concern with it is obviously the character of Ahsoka Tano has such a long history in the animated uh, right. star Wars world. It's like, I'm not going to go back and watch all that. I'm just right. not. So you got to do the legwork. You got to catch me up. You got to tell me what I need to know without being too expository. So like that, that's what they're going to have to do. I don't know. Maybe they can do like a text crawl, but like they need to do, they need to do, <laughs> better Something. not do that yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. yeah but it's star wars no 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 stop no. it no you lazy this bitch is, you is tell not. me that story tell it to me or show it to me <laughs> right don't be like show, the don't story tell. is here's a link to six seasons of yes clone wars or whatever uh, she's in uh you're gonna have to go to the the the, the wikipedia and look up her article yeah. and then you can figure out everything you need to know about a Tano. here's a link to hours of research 
No, thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. If I don't get it from the pilot, I ain't interested. So we've also got Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. Uh, we've got Andor, which is a, a series about Cassian Andor. Oh, I know you have some feelings on this. Okay, so he dies in Rogue One. Correct. And this is a prequel series? Correct. I don't care. I re- if I remember right, one of one of the reasons you didn't like Rogue One was because... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm misremembering. What was because you knew they were going to die at the end, um, or or at least, well, no. It, okay, that doesn't bother me as much. It, it's it's more they showed me these people and they they just gave them extremely basic scenes where it's like, oh, is that the part where like I'm supposed to latch onto them? Yeah, yeah. Like you, the scene ends, you go. I understand the point of that. Oh. Oh, is that where I'm supposed to care? Is yeah, he it? said something witty. And then Remember, he's a Han Solo type. And then the rest of the movie, it's like, all right, so you care about these people. It's like, who? I'm sorry. When did I? Where did I? When did I say that? When did I say right. I cared? Right. Show me exactly. the paper I signed that said I cared. Right. You know, it's yeah, like yeah. you get all the way to like the certain part of this interview, and it's like, okay, so when you start, it's like, oh, I didn't say I'm taking the job. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa, 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 yeah. Whoa. Wait, yeah. yeah, you didn't tell me anything about what this pays or I, I, I got to talk to my wife about this. I yeah, can't just yeah, I, I, can't, I, I can't just stop and yeah. move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you ready to start? Uh, no, 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 no. But we've been showing around this factory or off at wherever you want to work for hours. Uh, right. What's up with that? Uh, you're distracted by what you're doing. You're not right. even paying attention to like what I'm on board for. Correct. Yeah, so that's what's going on with that one. I'm not, uh. yeah, so yeah. we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi, the, the Kenobi series, which was cool for a bit um, with Ewan McGregor until they announced that Hayden Christensen is going to reprise Darth Vader. Uh, I don't know in what capacity, because of course in this in this continuity he is alive. Um, uh, yes. Freshly uh, crispy. Um, crispy. But uh, yeah, so he he obviously can't have an interaction with him because he doesn't know where he is. He can't he can't take the suit off, right? <laughs> maybe so in how- the early maybe in the early stages he tried, and he was like, <laughs> "Okay, I wore this once, but that's this is just to treat the burns, right? No, you, you have to wear that like that's permanent." Do you do, sorry? Screw this that. is an aside. I'm not wearing this anymore. Do, do you remember the Red Letter Media video where they they read like it's like facts you didn't know about Darth Vader? No, I'm sending you this immediately after because it is it's one of my favorite videos they ever made to rewatch. Okay. It, it is hilarious. No. And, and but anyway, no, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how Hayden Christensen can do this. Well, and it's going to be James Earl Jones voice, right? I, I don't know. I. I... And they're teasing like the rematch of the century, right? That's that's how they're it's the rematch of the century. Um, you know that's gonna make a New Hope look really terrible when the rematch is vom vom vom, and then one of them disappears. Maybe maybe they're gonna like oh Dustin, here's a really oh, no. here's a really disgusting prediction. Okay, what if? They just start a new timeline. He shows up on the planet and then like Obi-Wan kills Darth Vader. And then like we split the timeline and now we're we're doing all the the the, the original stories again. Oh no. And like the end of the movie, you see like you know, it goes it it ends or whatever, and it's like 
Hey, Luke, come on in. It's time to, you know, eat the the, the blue shabluga or whatever we eat yeah, yeah. on Tatooine. And he's like, coming, Dad. And, like, they paint up, you know, and it's like Timothy Chalamet or something. I thought you were going to say it, it, it ends with, like, the exact opening of, of Star Wars. And he's, like, it's looking out at the Luke. twin sons. And it's a CG Luke. But then suddenly, like, like he just Darth Vader's lightsaber comes from nowhere and just slices <laughs> his, his head, head off. And, <laughs> and now there is no hope. There yeah. is no new hope. Well, exactly. Like, they, they end it just like Rogue One. It's like, Luke... <laughs> Come on inside. What are you spending so much time outside for anyway? What do you have out there? I was going to go to Tashi's station. Uncle Ben's a dick for some reason. Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. And then this, Luke gets bitten by this, a spider. All this shit's <laughs> <laughs> Uncle uh, Ben's like, why are you out there? What's what's keeping you outside all day? And he just looks at the camera and his horrible CG face is like yes. the, the render barely holding. And he just like, it's like that Shrek. It's defanked. It's like Shrek is love, you know, but the face yeah. is like, he just goes, hope. <laughs> uh, he does that like. <laughs> Shrek I, uh, do but not I feel Google like, Shrek is love. Do not okay, Google I won't. it. I will not. Uh, I think I've heard of this. I, I'm too scared. I won't do it. Um, Dustin, it's, I, ama- I, it's amazing. But okay. I'm, I'm going to, I can't, I, I legally shouldn't tell you to Google it. I will not. But if it, happens, it. If it happens to show up on your computer, <laughs> you need to at least watch it and the whole time be thinking, Hooper has watched this. <laughs> you need to watch it and go like, right. Connor sat all the way through this. Oh no! If if I were to reference this, he'll know what I'm talking about. Oh no! Half no, the time, I like I, half the time, I watch stuff people send me. Most of what keeps me there is is going like, so and so sat through this, and yeah, they saw I, this. I can't relate to them on this subject if I don't finish this. Right, sure. And I want you to feel the same way about Shrek is Love. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like I feel like most most likely it's just going to be a flashbacks. Like, don't you think it has to be flashbacks to like? <sighs> sometime in between two and three or something um in order for hayden to come back i mean obviously they're they've aged i don't so think I, it, well they could age it down mm, boy i i don't know i well, here's what we wanted we wanted like a western type thing where he's hiding out in on this desert planet yeah. and you know yeah. there's a whole point is to keep a low profile so he's got to solve like local problems but he can't he can't like can just whip out his lightsaber and yeah be like oh a guy with a blue laser sword yeah he lives in that 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 weird whatever we call it, this that yurt over there yeah 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 <laughs> you know so like he's got to solve he's got to do you know like street justice but like yeah on the dl and he's got to hide yeah. from the authorities and he's got to hide from the good people who want to find him and the bad people it's like okay there's conflict there's like a bunch of reasons why the perfect you know and it's yeah. like that would have been fine and you could just completely disconnect him from the continuity and that's like a whole free area to just develop Obi-Wan and yeah. have him just grow in general. Um, sure. But instead they're like, let's put Hayden Christensen in it so that, you know, at the most believable, like if you, if I was writing the show and you said, Hey, you have to put him in this story or else like you, you, we're going to kill you. Like, okay. Yeah. Well then he's obviously looking for him. Okay, so sure. fine. Darth Vader's looking for him, but the most yeah. he's ever going to do 
is never find him. <laughs> right. You know he'll never succeed, at least not personally. Right. Like maybe he sends like a scout thing out and they find Obi-Wan and sure. he just murders them all. Sure. And then like Darth Vader's like, where did those people go? And he's like, I don't know. They never checked in. Oh, yeah. shit. Well, okay. But, <laughs> I don't care. What but were again, their names? That's not I Hayden Christensen, them. right? Right. I don't know. You don't need maybe, him. Maybe Hayden Christensen and Pedro, I was calling Pablo Pascal, Pedro Pascal, <laughs> they have the same agent, which goes, you're going to wear a helmet. And like, it's, That's it. you know, it's funny. Like Robert Downey Jr. was on a talk show one time and they were talking about filming Civil War. Like, where'd you film that? Chris Evans was like Atlanta. And like, I was like, oh, how was that? And he goes, it was really hot. And like, I'm mm. wearing this like suit. We're doing these fight scenes. And it's like, well, it must have been tough. Right, Robert? And he's like, once that once the helmet goes down, I'm not there. I'm not there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, you know, you really should have thought about that, Evans. And I, and I think about that when I watched the the Mandalorian. It's like once, yeah. like for the entire series, he doesn't have to be there. Yeah. No. Totally. And if his agent is smart, he is not there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let, let me let me make a prediction. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I'm going to make this prediction. It's probably wrong. I, I kind of awesome. hope it's wrong, but it's the only way that I could see them making Hayden Christensen a part of this. Is if he's uh, not. Don't think a force ghost because he's not dead, right? But but rather like a ghost. A ghostly like specter, yeah. Uh, that, that's like a, a reminder, a mental reminder of Obi Wan's failure to save Anakin from the dark side, and and yeah. so it's like maybe he's talking to him, you know, a la like uh, Tyler Durden or whatever. Like I'm I'm talking to you this entire time as if you're here and you're not. Um, that that that's could be interesting. Prediction. That could be interesting. That's I mean, my prediction. That's at least because you could still have all those things that I just mentioned, and you yes. could you could have that connection and try to tie into the continuity, get the actor. You know, it'd be right. fun to get the actor back and everything, right. and 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 you can still have like like imagine having because we want this to be like a character study of Obi Wan, right? Mm-hmm. We want it. We want us to understand him in a new way. That gives us like this mental, it gives him someone to talk to and gives yep. us an insight into what he perceives as his greatest failure and what he's trying to avoid again. Then that is then, true, Dustin. You and then, and then everything dovetails when Darth Vader voiced by James Earl Jones mm-hmm. uh, comes in to you know whatever and then and then it's like because the thought is that probably obi-wan does not know that anakin survived or that anakin is now darth vader oh Um, snap and then and then when that reveal happens yeah that like oh snap and then the ghost of hayden christensen vanishes because here he is right in front of him you know i don't know something like that but it dovetails that's strong no no no, i agree like that that that's plausible like you you need as a writer you would if if you if if you told me like hey the show's going to be about him reflecting on his failure with Anakin and oh but he's also like alone on a desert planet and he doesn't have any friends or any like acquaintances or allies the only people he talks yeah. to are Tusken Raiders who don't speak English it's like oh yeah geez how am I supposed to exposit all these feelings I don't know figure it out like well the yeah. first thing I would do is write an imaginary <laughs> right <laughs> write know, an imaginary character or yeah, something like someone um, for him to talk to. Right. And, and, you know, I, I mean, I guess I could see that the only, the only hesitation I have on it though, is like, you have to then bring a catharsis to Mm Obi-Wan so that old Ben Kenobi in a new hope, isn't a crazy person, you know, like still 
still talking to Anakin off screen because right. he seems pretty balanced. He's like a Gandalf type character. He's like, yeah. you know, well, I fought with your father in the Clone yeah, Wars. He'd have to get and, over it. And like Anakin would have to vanish at the end of the series. Like, yeah, exactly. Like his, like that's his guilt leaving him. Yeah, exactly. Most of it. Sure. You yeah. know, he's yeah. able to process and move on enough to where right? he stops hallucinating. <laughs> right. Exactly. Maybe he exactly. just goes, maybe it's the last episode. He just goes to therapy. <laughs> he just sits down and he goes, I'm ready to talk about my problems. And they're like, excellent. Where do we get begin? And Anakin just, yeah, just, just disappears. It, it's just a Wookiee with like these tiny glasses and like, <laughs> and like a notepad. And he's, I'm ready he's to like, talk. I'm ready to talk. Or, or it's like the whole episode, the whole series was him talking and it just cuts to <laughs> him like off screen. The and, and, and he's just like, he's like, he just turns and goes, does that make sense? And then you just see like a Wookiee writing notes furiously. And he's just like, <laughs> it's, he's not even like writing little notes. He's like scribbling like a bear would. If you're like, <laughs> it's just like throwing papers up. <laughs> Oh man, oh, the idea of a therapist rookie is hilarious. Oh. You know, uh, I think I think that's one of the shows they pitched in this in, in this uh, sea of content. Probably. <laughs> um, uh. What remains on this list is something called the Bad Batch. Yep. About some some storm some 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 clones basically who yeah weren't evil or are evil were evil and that's how the i don't know it's Um, it's a sequel to the clone wars so if you like dave filoni's clone wars this is like right after that yeah star wars visions uh we've got a lando show Mm. uh and then donald glover we don't know the acolyte yeah we don't know much about this at all okay uh a droid story which is with r2d2 and c3po yeah, and I think they team up with some other droids and have an adventure. I don't know. It sounds very Toy Story-ish to me. Okay. It, it, I just imagine it like Toy Story. It's just C-3PO going, you are a toy. <laughs> you are a droid. You are a droid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, mm. so the majority of those things I will not be seeking out to to watch yeah. for my own uh, my own viewing pleasure. Um, it's too much. It's too much. Look, we, we, we had a conversation yeah. over over chat about this when all of this was announcing. And um, I, I'm not as worried about the the wealth of Marvel content because yeah. Which there's we're decades talk about of after comics. The break. Yes. And and there are decades of comics to pull from and like there's been ongoing series mm-hmm. for decades so it just makes it, it's just fine but like with star wars like the story i in my lifetime i remember twice when this story was over yeah yeah so it's just weird the, the overwhelming reaction on twitter was remember when star wars was like something special that happened every few years and especially yeah, like yeah. gen xers who who experienced it in theaters back when it was like super brand new before it had influenced yeah. the culture at all yeah, yeah. um and now we've got all these series and they're, they're beamed straight to our televisions and high definition. And, yeah. um, you know, as opposed to Marvel where there's lots of source material you could adapt and you could argue there's an appetite for those stories to be seen because it's a whole, you know, on this new medium with all this frequency, you know, star Wars, it's like, it's like there's a, a weird external mandate to keep mm. this IP in the public consciousness 
yeah. which one, no matter what you do, it will be because there's already yeah. so much out there, period. But yeah. now it's like there's so much out there and I don't even know like what Star Wars is about anymore. Um, it's obviously about like good versus evil and like having adventures, but we have all sure. these different interpretations of like, it's not just about that because they're not just out there telling new stories. Yeah. Like they are in some ways, like there's the Mandalorian sure. to an extent, you know, but then it's like, but no, like they're even starting to try and tie that into the existing the continuity. We've got yeah. the bad batch where they're trying to explain like how the stormtroopers got started. We've got Lando and a droid story where we're going to show you further adventures of these characters. And now we're tying Hayden Christensen into this, one-off Obi-Wan Kenobi series and Ahsoka. Yeah. And, and so while some of these things and, and, and this fucking Andor show, you know, and yeah. it's like as much as some of this stuff, like 20% of what I just looked at is like of mild interest to me. It's yeah. more just like, well, Ahsoka and Obi-Wan Kenobi are of mild interest to me because of how I perceive them, how I perceive they will be executed. Yeah. You know, the rest of this stuff, it's like, you think just cause I like, uh, like uh, I, I don't, I don't. My God, like, how much time do you think I have? How much time do you think kids have? Yeah, that's the problem. Is like you're asking for hours and hours and hours yeah. of my life every every year. First to, of all, to, children to, do not possess the logistical skills to keep track of this, this many shows. Yeah, yeah. They just don't. They, they they get bored too fast. They don't know what comes first or what's supposed to relate to yeah. what or whatever. And so then you're getting up into higher age brackets. But then you've got kids kids who have more and more responsibilities, like whether it's academically or socially. Yeah. Um, God willing, like they're not sacrificing social interaction to keep up with these shows on Disney Plus. Right. Um, but you know, I often <laughs> wonder about that. That that's that's a that's a fair point. I often wonder about this. When when I was a kid, I remember experiencing Star Wars on VHS. My mm. grandfather had them, and and we're talking the original trilogy. And then I remember when um, Phantom Menace came out, and it was this idea like, oh, these are set before. That's easy enough. I, mm -hmm. I got that. This is set before those. Yeah. But then now there's like, okay, this trilogy set before the original trilogy, but then the new trilogy is set after the original trilogy. Oh, and by the way, you have all of these cartoon series which as a child you're probably watching and now you have to be oriented as to where in the timeline those fall and also the Mandalorian which is arguably maybe not super kid friendly but now let's put it where it is and uh, I don't know maybe it is kid friendly I don't know who cares and then and then like all of these it's like it, it, do you think a child possesses this is an honest question do you think a child possesses you're closer to kids than I am do you think a child honestly possesses the the capacity or at what age do they possess the capacity to orient themselves in the timeline for each individual show that, that's the thing like kids they're trying to please everybody the, the kids yeah. kids like star wars because it's lasers and spaceships and you know whatever crazy looking people uh aliens um but you know kids don't care about the larger continuity yeah. So why is it there? Well, it's there to try and please the adults. It's like we're, we're, we're making the show for kids, but we want the adults to have a reason to watch it. So let's tie it to stuff they already know. So they're more likely to like check it out. Sure. But it's like, okay, well, you've got to figure out who your audience is. If this is for kids, yeah. just write new stuff, place it vaguely within the Star Wars universe. And then like their parents will tell them like, oh yeah, there's movies for this. And you know, they can watch the movies, but they can have those stories concluded. You know, Tara and I are watching Bosch right now. Mm -hmm. And I told her, I was like, I still would like to sit down and watch a, a movie once a week. One, because we do this show and I want to talk about something. But I said, you know what it really is, though? I just need to start and finish something at once so that I can actually like 
feel like I accomplished something because so much else of what I consume is in pieces where I'm just like, I, I, I just, I, 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 I hate this feeling of constantly having to catch up and, and trying not to be done with stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's go to the break. Um, my son it. wants something and I, we need to move on anyway. So when let's we get it. back from the break, we're going to talk about all the Marvel stuff. Um, and yeah. And, and I will know what my son wanted, and he will be gone. So uh, we'll be uh, right back on the Hoopercast Movie Hour. Do not go away. Okay, we're back. We're back. Taking off my, um, if you're watching the video portion of this, by the way, over on Patreon, you will see that I've removed my fleece and I'm now exposing my uh, Marvel t-shirt for the Avengers in honor of the <laughs> Marvel film news that we're watching. Uh, of course, audio people can still appreciate that I'm doing that, even though you can't see me. Uh, but regardless, thank you for listening to the show and tuning in to us uh, over here, wherever you are watching or listening. We appreciate it, um, and yeah. we appreciate the support, uh, however we can get it. Yeah. So, okay, so along with all this stuff, we've got Marvel news, and should come as no surprise from at least me that overall I'm most excited about these things, mm-hmm. um, but not universally excited. Yes. Okay, so we've got a few things that we knew were in the works and a few things that are brand new. Yep. So starting with the things we knew were in the works. So we've got WandaVision, which now has an official release date of January 15th on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got The Falcon and Winter Soldier, which has an official release date of March 19th on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Um, we've got Loki, which I'm not sure when that's supposed to be debuting, but we got a trailer, a new trailer for WandaVision. We got a new trailer for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We got a our first trailer for Loki. Mm-hmm. And that's May 2021, by the way. Oh, that's in 2021 also? Yep. Whoa. Okay. We've got uh, a new trailer for What If. Um, Mm -hmm. Is that 2021? That's summer 2021. Sweet Jesus. Um, We've got Ms. Marvel, which is beginning as a Disney Plus series, right? Late 2021. Oh, my God. Um, And we've got Hawkeye, which is currently shooting in New York. Yep. To premiere late 2021. Wow. Um, and even that has uh, has just officially announced the, the casting of, um, of Haley Steinfeld mm-hmm. as Kate Bishop. Uh, after Hawkeye, we've got She-Hulk. Yes. Which officially, well, no, it's it's been official that they're start, that it's Tatiana Maslany. Yep. Um, which is a series for Disney+. Plus. Yes, correct. Yeah. What, what is, is new? new? What is new, Dustin? Is, so first of all is the inclusion of Mark Ruffalo's Hawk. Yeah. Um, so Mark Ruffalo is coming back for this. Um, and presumed, so is, but never confirmed. Correct. Yeah. And so is, this is a shock. This is. Um, Tim Roth as Abomination. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the, and of course, Marvel is doing this thing now where they are bringing in people from previous iterations of yeah. things, which we'll get into in a minute as well. Yep. Yep. So that's interesting. Again, it's one of those things where it's like, why would Tim Roth come back and play this character? But it's like, 
you know, if, especially if you think, I can see how he thinks like whatever you attracted to the role in the first place, you probably figured Universal didn't like explore it that, that, that deeply. Sure. Maybe you got more time and he's not dead. Character's not dead. So it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. And, and, you know, William Hurt came back to play yeah. General Ross. So presumably, I mean, you could do this. Yeah. Uh, the question remains like, who else are they going to get back? Is, is Tim Blake Nelson going to come back as the leader or, or Liv Tyler? There's a lot of things you could do, Dustin. The there world really is full is. of possibilities, terrifying possibilities. Yeah. Um, so this is where we turn into the things that I didn't know about and I have mixed yeah. feelings about. Okay. All right. So we got Moon Knight. Yep. Which we knew about. Yep. But we don't know anything else about it. I think I think uh, there have been rumors that they're looking for someone like Shia LaBeouf. I've heard Daniel Radcliffe's name thrown in there. That'd be cool. Um, Those would all be cool. Again, rumors. Nothing's been set in stone. No reason yeah. to believe any of it. So I don't know anything about Moon Knight, so I have zero feelings about it. So it'll just be one of those things where I'm like, okay, like I'll check it out if, if I've got time, you know? Yeah. Um, we've got Secret Invasion, which has everything to do with Nick Fury and the Skrulls uh, from Captain Marvel. Um, and I'm and, assuming the end of Spider-Man Far From Home ties into this. Yes, with the with the ship and uh, what we presume is Sword, the yeah. the the um, mm-hmm. space version of Shield, basically. Yeah. Uh, so. And I'm sure that'll tie into Captain Marvel stuff. So we, you know, we'll get into this in a minute. But um, so there's that. There's Ironheart, which we are redu- um, introducing, and I, we figured. I think any 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 reasonable person could have assumed they were figuring out how to introduce the storyline of Riri Williams, the this girl who is a. I say girl, like is she is she is, isn't she like a student? She's like a college student or something. But she yeah she, she's. Teenager, maybe twenties, early twenties. I'm I th- not sure. Yeah, I thought that maybe she was like in co- like college age or very very young professional age. But she's a tech genius. Builds, um, I think the, they say the most revolutionary suit since Starks. Which is like, well, geez, mm. you can do better than the bleeding edge armor. Like, right, right. That's okay. impressive. So we're introducing uh, more diversity into the into the Marvel canon with with she's this fifteen. Fifteen. 15-year-old engineering student. Yes. Okay. So we've got... Uh, and uh, remind me the actress's name from... Um, shoot, I knew this. Uh, Do- Dominique Thorne. Right. And God, what was she from recently that did really well? Was that Beale Street? If Beale Street could okay, talk. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, so that's really solid casting. It's a way to keep yeah. Iron Man stuff happening with Marvel, which probably is going to happen for a while. Yep. Um, and, and what I'm personally a favorite of is moving on from Tony Stark. Uh, yeah. so this is a way for them to keep the brand, but distance themselves from Robert Downey Jr. Not for any bad reason, other than to put to bed rumors that he's coming back. Cause I'm sick of hearing that it's not going to happen. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we've got armor wars, which is about Rhodey and war, mm-hmm. war machine. And, uh, yep. Don Cheadle is back for that. And this is about, uh, pr- pretty much what happens if Stark Tech gets in the wrong hands. So it's more to do yeah. with it's pretty much Rhodey. It's almost like uh, the second act of Iron Man one with Rhodey again. It's like, oh, bad yeah. people have the weapons. I've got to go stop them. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I'll check that out. Sure. All right, we've got the don't, Guardian. Don't you know Terrence Howard is just like so mad, <laughs> so mad still? Yeah. Like, like just when he gets over it, they announce something new. Yeah, I know. Um, we got the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which I'm excited about. 
Yeah, as, that sounds awesome. As James Gunn is has, is writing and directing it, mm-hmm. um, I assume they've shot that relatively recently because with Chris Pratt in Australia for Thor, you have to imagine that on that schedule they tried to free it up and I don't know what they did. I don't know. I'm talking out my so ass. This but. is premiering on twenty in 2022, so they may not have shot it yet. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, maybe they're I'm shooting not sure. It, maybe they're shooting it closer to the actual like production of the, the third film. Could be. All right, so and then on that in that vein, the last thing we have is a series. Is it a series? Yes, I am group. It's a series. Yep. Is and it's is it CG? It's it's like live action. Yeah, so it's a series of original shorts. I'm not sure oh, okay. what they're going to look like. James Gunn is not writing or directing, but he's mm-hmm. EPing. Um, he's just making so, sure they don't screw it up too bad. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, yeah, see, I don't care about this at all. This is strictly for kids. Um, yeah, or or cash grab or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, you know, most of that stuff we we knew about, um, and a few things yep. are, are are new, and and but there's clarification. Um, I, I want to tie this into. Uh, all right, so the thing about adding. So I, I love that they're bringing in all these actors, these projects, and keeping the mythology tied in. I, yeah. I, I I continue to wonder how they're going to keep that up um, as they yeah. make these series more and more integrated. Um, yeah. You know, you're going to reach a point where you got to put some of these characters away, but that's probably the reason they're doing some of this stuff. Like I, I would imagine somewhere in She-Hulk, we were going to get the conclusion of Bruce Banner's story. Yeah. Uh, somehow. I don't know how. I really don't know how. Um, yeah. Other yeah. than just to end that story. I, I don't know. If you keep this going forever, you have to explain where these characters went. So we don't know. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited for WandaVision. I'm really excited for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I am moderately excited for Loki. Um, uh, I mostly to see as they all tie, as those things all seem to tie into the, the films coming out. I mean, WandaVision is going to uh, directly affect Dr. Strange and the multiverse of madness, uh, mm-hmm. which is going to affect like everything going forward. Um, and probably have some sort of ties to Loki and multiverse of madness is going to affect the, the Spider-Man three, which also has Dr. Strange and has now just announced the casting of, not only Jamie Foxx coming back and being Electro from another franchise, but but also Alfred Molina's Doc Ock coming back from the original Sam Raimi film. So that's that's mm-hmm. all the Spider-Man franchises that are now represented in this one film. And yep. there's there's there were sightings. There's rumors of Andrew Garfield. And is, is it rumors? Was it confirmed? I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but, but I there, think there it's, were strong it, it, rumors. Very of, strong of Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, I almost said Zach Braff. What's his name? Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. No, we're close. Zach Braff. <laughs> Zach Braff. Um, uh, Andrew Garfield is going to come back, and Emma yeah. Stone. That's all rumored. And then Tobey Maguire was seen on the set, on, on set in in New York, supposedly showing up for a costume fitting. So yeah, you know, it's it's very possible. It seems very strongly indicated that there's going to be this gigantic Spider-Verse thing happening, considering Doctor Strange is in the film and everything he's doing lately is multiverse related, yep. there's going to be some universe smashing. And and you, and you know, I, this isn't this, I'd like to say this is like super out of the blue and, and we never saw this coming, but I think this is kind of what we all have thought for a long time. And so it's cool to see it kind of confirmed um and it explains some things like why why does uh you know freaking morbius which is a sony film by the way uh feature uh 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 
Vulture, Michael Keaton's Vulture, and yet it has the Daily Bugle logo from the Sam Raimi films. Very strange. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So, again, um, that's both a, a, yeah. a problem solver and a problem maker. Um, yeah, it's yeah. a problem solver. Well, it's a problem maker because anything is possible now. Yeah, sure. You have to explain yeah. all this. And maybe you yeah. just explain it with, and maybe this is how the movies are now. Like, you know, the biggest thing that used to be is the the snap that happened. And that changed the world. And everyone just sort of, you know, the concept of like, oh, now the world just sort of, it was weird, like, in Endgame watching, like, oh, the whole world just sort of deals with this shared trauma of the snap happening. and yeah. And what a crazy concept that is. And then a year later we have the coronavirus and so we all really know what that's like we 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 watched a movie that dealt with some sort of thing like that and then we actually have this very real horror happening to us for yeah. a long period of time i mean in the movie they dealt with they, they dealt with all that happening for 5 years and and that was yeah. that was a big theme of endgame was shared trauma so now we've got covid and so we we it's very personal to all of us and so it's not that crazy to say, yeah, what if one day just the multiverse collided and mm-hmm. we have all these timelines that happen and after a while you would just accept it. I mean, yeah. in March we we're yeah. all like coronavirus, that was just in Wuhan. And now yeah, we're all yeah. like, oh yeah, like we've been I've been working from home from for 9 months. You know, like it Right. Right. It's 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 normal. It's our new normal and yep. it's going to permanently affect us. So the idea I, I find it no harder and much easier now at least in movies to just accept that you know, a year or two into all these properties, we're just going to go, yeah, the multiverse is a thing. Yeah. And and what yeah. we once speculated as being like a big logistical nightmare, we're just going to be like, no, this is like, this is the way Marvel tells their stories now. Because if mm-hmm. you're a comic book reader, you're like, yeah, it's, it's a multiverse. Duh. Yeah. That's, we've, we've known about this for a long time. Yeah. Where have y'all been? Like, do you even think yeah. there, what's the big problem? What's the problem? Right. So right. like, and of course, DC people are like, y'all are scared of the multiverse. Like, right, right. You know, like the, the DC has been doing this on, on the CW for I years. I was born in it. I was born in the multiverse. So like <laughs> there's, you know, it's, 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 these are comic book films and they're going to have yeah. a multiverse. And since that's never really been done on film before, that's, this is a perfect Marvel. Disney has the perfect resources to explore that concept and to master it. Um, yeah. And if Ike Perlmutter was still in charge, it would never have happened because all these actors nope. would say, nope, it's not worth my time. Yep. Um, so uh, I'll just say this about all the I, I, individually. I, I've, I've stated my my basic interest in all these things. So I guess sure. I'll just say this. Like, I'm excited for most of this stuff, but it does come down to th- this and all these things come down to time. At a certain point, Dustin, they are pricing me out of the demographic to watch these because I'm an adult working parent. And I just, there's a limit to the time I have to sit around and watch comic book movies and comic book TV shows. Well, I was going to say, I mean, so we just listed, there are five, not including what if Yeah, there are five uh, shows scheduled to premiere in 2021. Yeah. That does not include the fact that likely we'll also get Black Widow um, yeah. at some point. Yep. Um, and and yeah, yeah, I don't know some, what else. At some point, the movies will continue to be released. So like, <clears throat> you know, that's a whole thing in itself. Like, there's going to yeah. be three or four movies a year at a certain point yeah. coming back up. Yeah. And and they're going to tie into this. Now, yeah. the, the big um, plus of the way that they're going to roll these out if you're feeling yeah. overwhelmed, you if you're like me and you want to keep up with these, but you're like, oh my God, that's just a lot of stuff to commit to. It's like, all right, well, first of all, do you want to do it or not? Okay, because if you don't, right. then don't worry about it. 
But if you do, then like, okay, commit to it. It's going to be pretty easy because the way Disney Plus does their rollouts is they're not like Netflix. They're not going to drop the whole season and you need to like binge it by Monday or you can't go to the water cooler or you can't go online because there's too many think pieces about it already. It's a really good idea and healthy, in my opinion, in the age of streaming to just drop episodes once a week. Yep. That way people, if they miss a night or, you know, they have plans, they're not going to watch it like that night. It's not going to, or you got a week to catch it. People have time. And even we can't go out really with coronavirus, but like, you know, forget coronavirus for a second. I know it's kind of weird to say that. Um, but like if you have plans or if you're super committed, imagine a dude who like really wants to keep up with these shows and they drop the whole season at once. And so he pretty much is like telling his wife or whoever, like, Hey, um, I'm, this is what I'm doing this weekend. I'm watching this entire series. Uh, I'm not going to help you around the house. We're not going out with our friends. Uh, we're not going to talk to your mom. Uh, we're going to watch this show. It's like, that's not a recipe for like a great situation. So from my perspective, as someone who has a lot going on, if I have to skip a couple of weeks of watching these shows, I can catch up very easily mm-hmm. in a single day if I really need yeah. to. So they make it easy to keep up with this content. I mean, WandaVision has six episodes. So that's six weeks where there's going to be a new episode of WandaVision every Friday on my television. And then mm-hmm. there's like three more weeks and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier happens. Yep. So I have time to watch other shows. I have time yep. to read, write. Sure. Um, you know, there's plenty of things I can do in the interim. So, um, I'm excited at at least, at least for next year's content, the content that I was promised two years ago. Yeah. I'm excited for that because those deal, those all deal with characters that I care about. Yeah. That's the main thing is like, like even She-Hulk, like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for that just because they're like, I'm excited for Ms. Marvel. That's a character. I don't know anything about her. I I only know like her basic description, but I've never seen a story featuring Kamala Khan. Um, it's, it's good for the brand. It's good for diversity and it's just, it's new. It's a new character. I just, I don't know anything about her and I'm excited to check her out to see. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, like, I'm excited for some of these, you know, obviously we mentioned a few of them like Ironheart or or Armor Wars, even I'm not super invested in that. Um, and you know, uh, and that's okay. But, but the problem is like, like, like you said, I mean, this is where I come down on it. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with the wealth of material. I do have a problem sometimes with how much is coming out in a single year. Yeah. Because, because we're talking about like, I don't know, 60 hours of television to watch in a year on top of the movies that are coming out that year. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of time. And, and, and yes, it's, yes, it's parceled out. We're going to be so busy, Dustin. (laughs) I know, but that's a lot of stuff, man. And, and, and the idea of like, well, dude, I can't skip like, okay. So I'm not interested in Ironheart, let's say, but I know that I know that Riri Williams will be a part of whatever Avengers crossover happens right. on the big screen. So I got to watch it. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, it starts to feel like a, um, an obligation as opposed to a thing. And I'm no stranger to this. Uh, the, the CW verse, the Arrowverse had this same problem with me and I've completely stopped all of it. And, and the reason is because I stopped caring about the bulk of it. And so, and so it's like when, when you ask me to keep watching a show that I'm not in invested in just so I can watch the crossover that will inevitably happen. Yeah. Eventually I fall off the bandwagon. Yeah. That's, that, that's what, ha- that's just what has happened statistically. So 
I don't know what to expect here. I mean, it could very well be that once all of this has trailers and I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm psyched for all of it. Right. Again, I wasn't excited for She-Hulk. Then they said Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth, and I said, yeah, got me back. Right. Um, so so it's easy to get me back, but the the problem with it is is just a big time commitment. And, and um yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, but it, it's overwhelming a little. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited for it, and I'm overwhelmed. Um, and like I said, as time goes on, they're taking bigger risks, which is great. Um, it's just you know I want to see Hawkeye because I love Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye is one of the characters yep. I most identify with from the original Avengers. Yeah, um, him and Stark are my yeah. my avatars. Yeah. Um, one part of me and another part of me, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so I'm I'm excited about that. Uh, everything else is sort of like just just doing my homework so that I don't get lost. Um, but I agree with you. Like one of the fun things about the MCU for phase, you know, one, two, and three has been the fact that there wasn't too much to keep up with to stay oriented and what yeah. their, what was required reading was stood on its own for the most part. Yeah. And was easy to digest and, uh, was well made and was not too much of a time commitment, even though people yeah. bitched about it and they were like, there's too many movies to watch. It's like, yeah, if you try to binge them all and right before infinity war, you dumbass, of course it's too yeah, yeah. much. Like, yep. I just I never understood that. Like people go into Infinity War, it's like I haven't seen any of the Marvel movies. And I'm 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 genuinely Why? like, what the fuck are you doing here? I, I'm here to watch Return of the King, but I've never seen the Fellowship yeah. of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. what's Why? a Hobbit? Like, yeah, what are you doing? It makes no sense. Why would you do that? Yeah, it makes my no God. sense. Um, I always think of people like like my parents who the last Marvel movie they saw in theaters was Guardians Two because they they like the Guardians movies, um, but they they have not seen basically any of the other movies. I, I asked them when Endgame came out, I asked them to watch Infinity War mm-hmm. and we did. And that's, I think that's the last film they've seen. Yeah. Um, and so I think about people like my parents who are not going to invest the time to watching all of these shows. And then I wonder, are they going to be completely lost moving forward? Like, like if I said to my parents, look, Hey, this Spider-Man three, it's great. My yeah. dad loves the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So if I told him like, hey, Toby's in this, he's right. going to be like, oh, cool. But then if it's like, oh, but you kind of have to have seen Doctor Strange and WandaVision. Yeah. And he's going to be like, no, I, I just want to see Toby. Yeah. You that, know? It's one of those things where it's just like it, there's a certain there's a certain thing where you're just like Marvel and, and the Marvel has. And, and I, I have to feel like this is their direction. Marvel has decided um and they did with Endgame and Infinity War. Eventually, it was like, look, you're either on board this trainer or not. Yeah, yeah. So if you are, that's great. But like, maybe even with Civil War, like at a certain point, they stopped. Yeah. It, it, it was a convergence of Ike Perlmutter's gone. Um, you know, Disney's giving, you know, Kevin Feige has more authority. Um, Alan Horn's, Bob, Bob Iger and Alan Horn um, are giving more resources to all this and we're getting better, better directors and better and better story curators and people who Mm -hmm. are keeping the continuities good, like James Gunn, the Russos and all that. So, um, you know, you've got, you've got stories that 
are doing less and less like super plain speak explanation to the audience that, you know, whereas no. the first two phases was like, you had to remain pretty accessible to, to new people. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point that has to be how it's just like a TV show. Like in the second season, you're not going like, just to remind you, here's what the, here's what the Island is on Lost. It's like, yeah, yeah. okay. If you're just, if this is you your first episode to... of the show, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it's like, it's like on the Spider-Man ride for Spider-Man shows. Like, Hey folks, shouldn't be here right now. It's like, (laughs) that's him going like, have you watched the other things yet? Right. You shouldn't be here, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that, that has to be how you operate. Otherwise you cannot reward the people who did watch everything effectively because you're slowing down for all the stragglers. And I don't want to say stragglers like you're stupid. If you don't watch this stuff, you're not, but if you do want to keep up with it, and this is just part of this kind of storytelling, it's serialized. And at a certain point, you, you you either know where you are or you don't. And if you don't, yeah. and if people want to, if people drop in, they go and they, and they do happen to watch like Ms. Marvel and they're like, huh, I liked that. But this, and so even if people drop in on these shows and this is their first thing and they just start watching, they'll pick up enough to know whether or not they like these people. Eventually yeah. they'll start seeing crossovers and then they'll be like, who's that character? And they'll find out like, oh, there's movies about that person. And, yeah. And, and it's all on Disney plus. Yeah. So yep. you can go back, you know, and yep. uh, I just, there was a certain point, Dustin, and I think I've talked about this on the show where I just was like, there was some, I used to want to, I'm, I'm a completist. So I used to want to watch like all the classics, all of this, all of that, all, you know, all these things. And at a certain point I was just like, okay, it's too much. There's too much for me to have to go back and look at. And there's new stuff, new movies being made like every single day. How mm-hmm. can I keep up with all, this, with all this stuff? And at a certain point I was just like, I can't it's impossible and I don't want to watch most of it. And I'm only wanting to watch it because I do a podcast about movies and I feel like I'm supposed to watch these things or I can't, or no one's going to listen to me talk about other things. Cause it's like, well, you've never seen Casablanca. So what, what do you know? It's like, sure. I haven't seen Casablanca. I'm not opposed to it. I just haven't made the time because there's other stuff I'm more interested in watching. And that's just the way it sure. is. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, can I critique Casablanca? No, not fairly. Cause I have never seen it, right. but I can say I'm not interested and yep. that's okay that I'm not interested. And the audience knows I've never seen it. And they also yep. know I don't talk a big game about Casablanca because I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so yeah. at a certain point, you have to draw the line. And I do this with books, too. I want to read all of John Grisham's books and all of Michael Connolly's books and all of James Patterson's books and all of Stephen King's books. That's a lot of books, Dustin. That's like yep. 150 books. Yep. And I'm never going to have enough time to do all of that. And I'm sure, and and, and the reason I want to do that is because I've heard they're all great. And I'm sure they all are. I'm 31 years old. It's not possible. They all started back in the seventies. It's just not going to happen. And I have to make peace with that. And I have to make peace with the fact that, yeah, maybe one day a 60 year old dude will be like, well, you've never read it. So you don't really understand the story. It's like, yeah, dude, but I'm not as old as you are. Right. I was born in 1989. I, I, there's only so much I can consume. And the best I can do is the older I get, keep up with the things I care about. And then I can be some old bastard going like, Hey, uh, what's up with you? You don't want you watch the Avengers movies to some you kid. Saw John wick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't judge that person. Right. Like, right. No, sir. I'm 15. I'll say, you know what? That's cool. I understand. Yeah. Right. 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 The world shouldn't expect so much of you young viewer. Right. And, 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 and so the reason I, I say all this just to say, as time goes on, the people I expect to keep up with this even a little bit are people like yeah. you and me where yeah. we were in theaters in 2008 when Iron Man came out. We've been watching this as it comes. Yeah. And that's how we've kept up with it is because we were there at the beginning. 
Yep. And that's why we appreciate it. Yep. But people who are starting to watch this stuff in 2022, yeah. they're not going to have as much appreciation for it as we do because they're right, just going to binge totally. it all. And it'll be yep. satisfying. The story's there and everything, but they're still, you're, 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 it's a means to an end for them. I want to yep. watch all these, but I want to watch it all so I can catch up and keep up. And that's yep. not the way to digest stories. And right. that's the big flaw of all this stuff. If you are getting on board just now is it's a lot of stuff. And if yeah. you weren't already keeping up, you may not want to get started. Um, yeah. uh, the train I just, ain't slowing down. It's, it's, it's a lot. And, and, and so for years yeah. I've been like the, I've been the devil's advocate for Disney and whenever they, re, whenever they release stuff, I'm always the one who says, yeah, I know it's for money. I know it's a single cash grab, but like, I'll see it, you know, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll see it. And this is the first time, and maybe it's because they, they did it all at once, but this is the first time I've looked at a big slate of things and gone, I don't care about most of this. Yeah. I look at all this stuff we just spent 90 minutes talking about, and I'm like, I don't care about most of this. Yeah. Um, and the stuff I care about, I'm really looking forward to. And the other stuff, I have no problem leaving it behind yeah. and saying, yeah. I don't care and I won't be reviewing it because I'm not interested and I don't want to yeah. sit here and watch a show and tell people not to watch it. Just, just, right. just to, just to show that I kept up, you know, right. That's not what this show is and it never will be. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the, that I, I completely agree. Out of all of these sequels and reboots and remakes and blah, blah, blah. Um, aside from the Marvel stuff, mm -hmm. I could I could leave almost all of it. I know. <laughs> um, the sad part is I won't. Yeah. The yeah. sad part is I guarantee you that Moana series is going to come on and my wife and I are going to watch it. Oh yeah. Um, and and that's not a sad thing. I mean, I say it's sad. It's it's not sad. It's it's uh, you know it's just an inevitability. But I'm not like over here chewing my nails waiting for it to happen. Um, but like but like some of the Marvel stuff. Like sure, I'm on board with that. And those are the sequels that are okay. Okay, because this is a series built on sequels. Right. Um, exactly. But like Hocus Pocus 2, it's like, why? It's not built for a sequel. And it's been so long without a sequel. I don't know that I need a sequel. Yeah. You know? Um, so what's the point? Or a reboot of Sister Act or, or Three Men and a Baby or whatever. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. But, but when you talk about, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, yes, I want to know what happens right. to those characters. And yes, I'll, I'll watch. Um, I can only hope that as because again, this stuff is going to be seen mostly by my kids. The stuff I don't care about, my kids are going to watch it, and so yep. I'll at least have comfort knowing like whatever they're watching is probably well made and yeah. and entertaining for them and wholesome sure. enough to where I won't be like have a problem with it. Like, oh, yeah. I, I don't have a problem with my kids watching Star Wars series because I know that the brand sure. is family friendly and it's good for kids. And yep. maybe maybe it'll be like a tad too progressive for me, but it'll at least be like, all right, well, they're trying to teach my kids to be kind to everybody. You know, like that's yep. fine. I, I can I can feel comfortable that my kids are watching things that are okay with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the big utility of this of this info dump is my kids are going to have plenty of good stuff to watch for years yep. Um, yep. while they're of the age to do it, and that's fine. Yeah. The rest of it is I just hope this stuff doesn't impede me from my own creative endeavors. Um, yeah. Just, just by virtue of being shiny, colorful noise. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that's another big thing. And, and as somebody who is currently trying to sit down and write things, this isn't good for that. No, it doesn't help. 
It isn't good. No. But as somebody who was once a kid and who did once mm-hmm. watch the Aladdin animated series, loved the heck out of it. So yeah. your kids, all the kids in the world are going to love their Zootopia Plus. Yeah. And good for them. But, you know. Yeah. My, my kids love the Tangled series, the Big Hero 6 series. I mean, like my kids yeah. like that stuff. And it's just they have, they have no idea how... How good they have it, you know, to have these stories just continue. Like it used to, yeah. you used to just have to pretend what the characters did after the movie yeah. was over. Yeah. Um, so I, I until those god awful DVD straight to DVD movies started coming out, and yeah. it's like Aladdin, uh, King of Thieves, King of Thieves, and <laughs> yeah. all of this stuff, which I still contend is fine. That one, that one's okay. I've never seen the Return that. of Jafar. I don't like, but the King of Thieves is okay. I have not seen it I've, since I was a kid, but I've seen neither of them. Okay. Um, the King of Thieves actually had Robin Williams back. So, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, as someone who likes to analyze and talk about the Marvel mythology, I'm, I'm excited just to continue talking about how this series continues to succeed. Yeah. You know, at this point, it's like a thought experiment for me. Like, I'm just amazed that these things are still consistently good. Yeah. And... You know, I'll continue to watch them and see my characters develop uh, until I lose interest. And hopefully I don't. And um, we'll just see. It's a lot. Here's what I'll say to that end uh, is is Marvel seems to have seems to have an understanding of when to end a character story. Um, They've done that with a few characters so far. Um, So I have no doubt uh, that when it is time, when the story is done for Bucky Barnes, mm-hmm. um, they will let him pass off into the great unknown. Yeah. Um, and and same with Bruce Banner and same with everybody. You know what it, there needs to happen. be? Hmm. I, I, because I don't want these characters to all get killed off. Yeah. But there's so much, there's too many events happening that are connected in the in the MCU stuff for them to just walk away. Yeah. They need to figure out some kind of like Grey Havens type of thing where these characters can go like Gandalf. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. they just go, where Bucky just goes, I'm done fighting. Like, it's my time to, to go. And yeah, they yeah. just like choose to like go to the afterlife or something. Yeah. Like, there has to be some sort of like story device where it's it's essentially just them looking at the camera and telling the audience like... I'm done making this stuff. Yeah. I don't want my character to, to die a horrible death. Right. Because I don't want you to like watch previous things and go, oh, well, Bucky just ends up dying anyways. Right. And not right. care about me, you know. Right. So they need to think of some sort of like story device where they just go away forever, but they're fine, yeah. but they can't yeah. come back and help either. <laughs> here's a planet only for superheroes. Here's here's a here's other world. Like there's, you know, just something, you know, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. just something. I don't know. Yeah, or just the actual gray havens. Just have them go to a dock. Yeah, (laughs) step on a boat. Right, right, right. What can you see? Bucky's waving his metal arm like yeah, (laughs) waving his metal arm. (laughs) Frodo's beside him. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Oh, sorry. One last thing before we go, we didn't mention this at all. So John Watts is directing a Fantastic Four movie. Oh yes! Whoa! Yeah, it was on the list. We, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, whoa! Yeah. So this was this was allegedly part of what Sony and Disney were arguing about last year with all yeah. that stuff happening. Yeah. Um. So that's really cool. Um, sure. And I love that 
John Watts is the director that Kevin Feige wants strongly wants to work with. It yeah. sort of suggests that that while they're making Spider-Man, he was like, once hey, once you're out idea. of once you're out of the umbrella of Sony, you can make like it. I know what you're capable of, and these are great movies. But we both know we can do better without them. So yeah. once we're done with Spider-Man. Let's do a thing, and yeah. so I, I like that because they could have just left him behind, and I would have, oh, yeah. as I would have thought, like, oh, he was Sony's guy. And sure. He was Sony's guy. He was hired by Amy Pascal. Like that's yeah. that's the studio he worked for. Yeah. But I like that Kevin Feige is like, you you're got my something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're mine now. You're mine. Um, but uh, I, I, it's it's just cool. It's cool that they're keeping him in the family like that, and he yeah. gets to handle uh, such a great legacy title. And um, yeah. I'm excited just to hear casting. I'm excited for that that whole thing. Yeah, some yeah, other YouTube cool. channels like strongly pushing the idea that like I really think they should do a Fantastic Four like you know set in the '60s. I'm like I'm done with these stupid prequels. I'm done yeah. with like I the, the one of the reasons I didn't like Captain Marvel was because it took place in the '90s before most of the events I care about. Like, yes. I don't care about that. I don't stop setting this stuff earlier yep. in the continuity. I want to know yep. what happens in the continuity that I'm interested in. Yep. Correct. Are you listening to Marvel? Have you yep. been listening this whole time? Yep. Please don't do that. I don't I want agree. you to do that. Don't ever do that. Plus, with those characters, they can't, if they if they were set in the 60s, they could never cross over with the current Avengers. Exactly. It's just like. It's not like Captain Marvel. They'll set it in the 60s. Why? So they can all be dead just for your yeah. stupid, dumb fantasy, you stupid idiot. Right. It's so that everyone's like, it's so they can be the first family. Shut up. Of Marvel. Shut, Shut up. up. Shut up. They just let them be. They've had two failed experiments so far. Just let them do it again. Yeah. Three, if you count the Roger Corman, just, just, just let them have it. <laughs> just, just hire Emily Blunt and John Krasinski and be done with it. Boy, that'd be something. It would be. Um, I think that's and all. Michael Chiklis is back. Michael Chiklis. <laughs> I would accept Michael Chiklis back still. Yeah. Right, he, right. He'd, sure, he'd sure. be the only one who'd be like, you know, that's okay. Like, you can come back. They should just hire Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine that voice coming out of the thing. And for some reason, it's funny to me. <laughs> I, 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 I'd be excited. I, mm, yeah, there's a whole list of, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I just know yeah. that whoever they're going to pick is going to be great. And that's, and yeah. that's, that's four roles you get to cast that are, that are, yeah. It could be great, so I, yeah. uh, I hope they do. Uh, I hope they do well with that. Or um, more than four, they could introduce the the kids. I forget their names, Franklin and something. What are their? I don't know their names. Let's start slow, Dustin. Okay, the Fantastic Four, but there's six of them, and then they confuse everybody. I know, no bad <laughs> idea. Um, okay, <laughs> uh, that's it. I think. Okay. Okay. Wow, that was a lot. That was a lot, dude. That was a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, power, power, more power to you, listener, for yeah. for getting through all that. Yep. Um, all or right. if you just scrubbed to this part, go go, go back, go do it back. again, go back, do it the right way. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's all for now. Uh, we'll be back next. What, what, what am I doing? <laughs> next. Woo. I'm Dick Clark over here. <laughs> um, so, uh, so next. Yeah, we'll record next week. Yeah. Cause that's Christmas yeah. is on Friday. Yeah. So, so next week's episode will come out on Christmas for yeah. the regular listeners. So, yeah. um, wow. Okay. 
Uh, geez, it makes me feel like we should do something special, but I'm not going to put that kind of pressure on myself. So, well, well, you know, I mean, you know what else comes out on Christmas? Oh, Wonder Woman does. And Soul. Yeah, we'll be talking about those for the New Year's episode, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, all right, so that'll be in a couple of weeks. Uh, But, uh, geez, we may have some review. I've got a couple of things I I did watch. I just, they're not like Christmas episode things. So we'll we'll see. Maybe I'll watch a Christmas movie. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'll do whatever I feel like. Um, Oh, you know what? The Mandalorian wraps up this week. Maybe we can talk about that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yay, that's Christmas. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, stay safe. Have fun. Watch some movies. Consume some stories. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah. Mm.